Welcome back. It's Maggie and Danny, and we are here to talk to you guys about all the things, <laughs> but more specifically, an apology. <laughs> That's true. We have we have not been on our A game lately, but we've been on our A game for other in other in aspects, school aspects. I'll say these past couple of weeks have been so so stressful because Danny was gone, and then we had like. Busy week. Well, we had busy week right before the date party, which is, I mean, we were just having all of the exams and big assignments that they wanted to give us before they give us midterms. Yeah, just something they like to... It was just really, it was a lot going on, and then, so that's why we didn't have an episode last week, because Danny had an impromptu trip. Super on the whim, but it was super fun. Gotcha. Sometimes on the whim is the best. Oh, Except yeah. for when on the whim means Maggie has to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to take her friends to the airport. Um, I actually <laughs> am unintentionally running an airport shuttling business. Yeah, I um, would say. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to drink this matcha and I'm like nervous. You're blowing away burn. like all the fo- foam and good parts. Just drink it. Stop blowing your germs onto it. It's the same thing as me drinking it. Oh, my God. It's so good. I know. Oh, my God. One more sip. Pinky's up. <laughs> Pinky's up, my friend. <laughs> um, isn't that yummy? It's also been... Oh, yeah. Okay, so we don't have school today. We have our first snow day, like, official snow day. We've had oh, yeah. four or five, like, virtual days. But, basically, the roads are... They, I mean, I'm... We think they're fine. We think they're fine, but everyone else seems to think that they you're incapable of driving on them. But then again, we they like have two-wheel have drive. Yeah, true. I like to swerve around, have some fun, yeah. slide out on the road. It's a good time. The, here's the thing. It's, like, weird because it was just snow-packed yesterday, but by yesterday afternoon, like, the inch of snow-pack just turned into, like, a sheet of ice. So it was, like, it wasn't even, like, ice. It and, was, like... Snow ice. I don't know how to it's, explain it. It's, it's like, nothing I've ever seen before. No, I've never seen it before. It obviously doesn't happen in Colorado. And I think it's because, like, it just doesn't melt here. And so what happens is the snow gets so compacted onto the ground and then it freezes over. That it's just, like, this slab of ice snow or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm no weatherman, but if I had to guess, because it's more humid here maybe... It's, like, more wet in the air, so it just no, freezes. Yeah, it, is. it is. That's what... Instead of, Remember like, the ice storm? The sun. Yes, I do remember that. The, yeah. It's because it doesn't... It just doesn't melt. We're too... I don't know. I experienced sleep for the first time. Thought it was super weird. I had a friend who had to go to the airport for my third trip of the month this more Or this week. I left at 6 a.m. to go drop her off. And I returned at 3 p.m. to go pick her up because... The flight was, in fact, canceled. And Maggie and I have been sharing a car. Because oh, yeah, we have been because my car is getting fixed from the hail damage. It's done tomorrow, by the way. Well, it's going to have to... Am I going to have to get it? No. Oh, I mean, just not unless, stay like, there? you, like, want to, but... But it'll just, just gonna, stay there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought... 
you had to pick it up or something. Allegedly. I haven't told them that I won't be able to pick it so up. So, honestly, I'm supplying. But, yeah, now we're <laughs> Danny's been super helpful, and then she's about to drive me to the airport in a couple hours because I'm going to Colorado and then Vegas, baby. That's our little uh, summary of our That's couple our little of weeks. Update. Yeah. But anyway, we're... We just wanted to say thank you for the patience, for the <laughs> little bit of inconsistencies, but we are back on it, and... We are ready to talk to you guys about something, something great. This was, this has been a long-awaiting one, because this was supposed to come out, you know, like, Valentine's Day weekend, week type of thing, and it didn't. But we're here to talk to you guys first about our green and red flags. And, I mean, I'm really excited about this, because... I feel like we're going to have a lot of the same ones, but... It's true. We do... We have different opinions, too. I think ours will be a lot of the same, but mine will be looking at, at more of a friend perspective, and yours will be looking at more of a relationship one. Yeah. I definitely... Yeah, I agree. I but, can give some good insight. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Danny, why don't you go first with a green flag? Okay, so my first green flag would have to be uh, chivalry. And I know you have to agree with this one. I mean, it's, I love it when a guy opens my door. They, I mean, they don't have to, I, I would say like on a first date, buying your dinner would be appropriate. But just like random things, holding the door, being respectful, buying you flowers, all the stuff that just should never fade away. I think, too, that this extends more than romantic relationships and into friendships because, like, I think chivalry, I don't know what the exact definition is, but in my it terms, it's just, like, the little things. And I think, like, if you're a friend and, like, let's say your friend is really stressed out about an exam or something that's coming up or they have a lot going on and you just remember, like, one little thing and you just text them, and you're like, hey, how did that go? Or, hey, I hope this goes well. Yeah. Like, it's just the little things that show that you're paying attention and you're putting in effort. But I agree, I and think I think that you that's do a good job important. at that. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're, you remember, like, the little things. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, it says, why is it not giving me, it's giving me the historical definition. It's okay. Okay, well, anyway, we just need Maggie's opinion, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what Google says? We know I'm right. Yeah, just forget it. Um, I okay, think, do you want to go with the green flag now? Yeah. my One of the biggest green flags that I look for in any sort of relationship is just someone that you're comfortable with. And somebody that, like, you don't have to... You know that how there's some people you're around and you feel like you have to, like, really worry about what you're saying or how you're acting. Or even, like, what you're wearing. Right. Just everything. Like, just situations where you feel like you should be able to just be yourself without worry of what the other person's going to think afterwards. No, yeah, for sure. You should never have to change for someone. No. So that's definitely a green flag. If you feel like you have to stand up. Okay. So, on to mine. I would say having a sense of humor is huge, for me at least, because... I just need to laugh all the time. I need someone that will make me laugh or at least laugh at my jokes. Even if they're not funny, laugh, please. I don't know. Don't you agree? Yeah, that was actually my next one. It's just somebody that, I don't know, if it's not, if you're not laughing with each other, 
It's super then what's the dry. relationship? Yeah. Dry. It's dry. And boring. And it's like, I love the laughs when they're the core laughs. Like, you can't even breathe. Like, your abs hurt. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just did a full ab circuit. I'm hurting. You know you've made me laugh hard when I snort. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I can't help but snort, too. Like, it just comes out. It's a real laugh when I let out a snort. Yeah, just FYI. But even, like, sometimes, like, just, like, some nose breathers are funny, too. Like, you know, when you just, like, let out a little air from your nose? Yeah. Like, a little chuckle, but, like, without the sound. Like, a, like no, I can't do it. I got a stuffy nose right now. <laughs> um... Yeah, so a sense of humor for sure. Okay, do you want to go? Yeah, my next one is when I when Danny and I talked about it last. I said supportable, but I mean supportive. <laughs> she v- viciously attacked me, so I guess you could say Danny's not very supportable. <laughs> but just someone who supports you in like your likes and your dislikes and what you want to do. Obviously, to an extent, like I don't know. There's not a lot to be said about that. Just someone who's supportive. Yeah, and obviously friend-wise and in a relationship type of vibe, too. All relationships. Yeah. All and of them. Gotta be supportive on both ends. Um, okay, so my next green flag is desires and goals. So, like, and I think this also... Okay, I just... I know I'm supposed to talk relationship side, but on the desires and goals for friendship side. I think, like, we have a good friendship in that way, too, just because we're both motivated to, like, do more, like, push each other to be better in a way, and I think... And we, like, get ideas from each other, too, you know? Like, we're not just, like, living in... We're supposed to live in the moment, but we're also thinking about the future in, like, a good way, too. And I think it's good because, like, if you're not... It encourages, I feel like it helps us encourage each other to be more driven. Yeah, like, if you're not in a friendship that's, like, building each other up and, like, pushing you to be better, then you don't want to, like, stay stagnant, you know? You don't want to stay stagnant, and you absolutely do not want somebody who's constantly dragging you down, Yeah. like, physically or emotionally. Yeah, it's just super draining. There's really no You gotta make sure that you're... like the relationship is benefiting each other Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's super important which goes both ways totally so um that was sort of my next one also I just said someone who's dependable yeah so I guess well I guess it's not really the same but they can tie into each other but just somebody who you know will be there for you and being somebody that others can rely on yeah if you need a flight at 3 a.m maggie I got you. Oh, you better got me. <laughs> I would. I would literally get up at any time. Okay. <laughs> that was sweet. Okay, so what's your next green flag? Um, I would say, I guess this one ties more into what you were saying before, but just someone who's self-sufficient and, like, you, you're able to have a relationship with someone where you can depend on them. But you can also be but independent. You, but you're also independent. Yeah. And you're not dependable to them solely. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're basically, you're not depending on this person, but you can depend on them. Like, you're not, you're, you're both. Not, yeah, That's you're not, is. you're not, like, fully dependent on this person and, or, like, controlling of them. I guess that's more red flag. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. Actually, why don't we do it right now? Danny, go with the red flag. Okay. Hit us with one. Um, 
Okay, you said it last time, but I still have, uh, this. What's the, what did you say? It was, like, a better word for it. People pleaser. People pleaser. That's a red flag to me. A people pleaser. Because, in my opinion, it's all talk. Unless I'm seeing some true action and they're actually doing it, whatever they're talking about, then it's just all talk to me and I just hate it because they're just smooth talking. Exactly. And it's just to please others without And the worst part about a people pleaser, or as Danny likes to call them, a sweet talker, is that they tell you exactly what you want to hear, but they never live up to doing what they said they would. Yeah, like these expectations. Acting how they intended to. And I think it just... It just is, like, not someone who you can depend on at all. It's a turnoff. I honestly think it's a huge turnoff for me, at least. I think it's just, yeah, it's just frustrating, too, because I feel like it can easily turn into lying because they're telling you what you want to hear, even right. if they don't believe it's true Which kind of gets into your red flag. Yes, so my, well. fla- my biggest red flag is lying. I blatantly lying. <laughs> I am no fan of liars. I would rather you tell me the cold, hard, bitter, heart-wrenching truth than lie to my face. Especially when you know the truth. Oh yes. <laughs> I have been lied to so many times when I have like literal physical evidence proof of the truth. And I present that evidence and they still are so set in stone, like, "Mm mm-mm, I I didn't do that. You're like, it's right here. It's right here. You're so right. My facts are lying. (laughs) No, count on me to pull up primary sources in every argument, and I will, and the thing is, if you're lying, I'm going to find out. Well, the... The, like, truth the truth always comes it out. It always comes out. It always comes. So my mom might... always said that ever since I was a little kid. The truth always comes out. You always comes out and always did. So there you go. You might as well just tell the truth to begin with because I have really great investigative skills, and I will find out what the truth is. So, I think a lot of girls do. Honestly, like, I feel like the it's CIA. Like if I get into it, I will find out your mother's mother's name. Like. There's no doubt about it. If they don't have an Instagram, I'll figure it out. I mean, I'm not as good as other girls that I know, but I will say that most girls have the tendency to go crazy on the social media and all that and find out what they need to find out. Anyway, um... What's your next one? My next one would have to be... Okay, this is actually just straight for relationships. Family. So, first part... Just having, like, a good family relationship, just being there, being present with your family. And then another part is for a guy, um, when he treats his mom nicely, just because I think, well, my mom always said, like, when you see a man treat his mom nicely, then he'll treat you the same way. So. That's a fun little saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I also, I think there's a lot to be said about how people value the relationships. Yeah. Like family. Especially, because that's like the one closest to you. Exactly. And if they don't value those relationships, obviously there's certain outliers and scenarios where things are different. But how they treat those relationships is 
probably very reflective of how they treat yours. Exactly. So that's definitely like a red flag for me if it's a bad relationship. Yeah. I used to have some friends who would talk so, so rudely to the people in their family, like their moms. And I'm like, that's how you treat someone that you love? What you gonna do to me? Currently texting my mom. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you have another red flag? Yes. Okay. I would say somebody who... Or a big red flag is somebody who is emotionally immature. Mm-hmm. This basically means that you just can't handle your emotions. Like, you overreact with every feeling that you have. So, if, like, a small inconvenience happens, your anger or frustration is blown out of proportion for no good reason, and there's too. No like, you just have no regulation of how to handle it and you like take it out on others you project those feelings or you just escalate them to way past what they need to be and I think that this goes into like communication I feel like because Mm -hmm. you can't just have a simple conversation where it doesn't get heated or someone gets upset Mm -hmm. it just or you take things super personally exactly and it's like it's like like it's totally one of those situations (laughs) when you like call someone out and then they turn around and they're just, it's gaslighting. They turn around yes. and they're like, you're right. I'm just the worst person in the whole world. I'm like, no, all I asked you to do was one simple little task. Yeah. And now you're blowing it up into something that it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So I, it's definitely like a mindfulness thing too. Like, I feel like when you're being mindful, cause anyone can really blow up. That's true. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, you have to also just be mindful. Maybe you're not immature, but you have to be mindful of, like, the conversation and realizing, like, no, I'm not being attacked or I'm not... No one's trying to call me out. We're just trying to have a conversation and solve it, you know? So, yeah, I I totally agree with your red flag. Do you have more? Um, no. Okay, I have a couple more. (laughs) Okay. Um, another one for me would be somebody who is controlling. I live very independently Mm -hmm. and I didn't always used to be this way. I used to be very dependent on doing things with others and never being alone, but I have grown a lot in my independence and through that reflection, I've realized that there have been a lot of people in my life who have held very controlling relationships over me. And have almost not allowed me to have friends past them or stronger than our friendship. And they have just been very, like, manipulative and it just, I don't know. I think you need to have your own independence and shouldn't ever feel like a relationship is controlling your decisions. Yeah, I agree. But I think, like, Danny's really good about that, too, in her relationships. And, like, she won't ever let, like, being in a relationship stop her from going out with her friends or doing anything of, like, that kind of sort. Yeah, I'm just... Because, but also, like, at the end of the day, that boils down to trust and how much you guys trust one another. And if you are trustworthy, like... There should be no problem. Exactly. Like, there, it shouldn't be a question. It shouldn't be a problem. If you're, I guess this is relationship-wise, um, 
as long as, like, you're in communication, like, you're doing the right thing, and even if you're not, like, you should be able to trust each other, and if you don't, then that's just a red flag right there, because a relationship is built around trust, and if that literal first step is broken, then you're gonna fall on the rest of it, because it's the foundation, so, yeah. And then in both ways, though, relationships and with um, friend relationships, too, you have to be independent because it's literally your life. No one can tell you. Obviously, take some criticism, constructive criticism if you need it, but, like, it's your life and you decide what you want to do. So, yeah. Snaps. Snaps. Um, my last two red flags are both kind of, they can fall into categories of what I've already mentioned, but I think that they're important to touch on, so I'm just going to say them. It's somebody who's draining, which we've talked about a little bit, and then also people who double-cross you, just, Mm -hmm. like, kind of what you said about, like, people-pleasing, but, like, a little more specific as to people who, like, literally just double cross you double cross you (laughs) which has happened more times than i would like yeah but it's a growing but you grow from it yeah man you You grow things don't get easier (laughs) you just get tougher exactly i like that it's this is true this is life this will never change so get used to it i guess word (laughs) drop the mic we're out period okay okay The next important order of business is going to have to be attachment styles. Now, I feel fairly confident in this subject as I am taking currently a lifespan development course. So we did, in fact, just learn about this. But basically, the background that you need to know on this topic is, in a lot of cases, how you were raised just has to do with how you form attachments and relationships nowadays and it's not necessarily like solely dependent on your primary caretakers but there are like other factors that can play into it so there are four attachment styles and pretty much the only one that's like this is okay let me try again (laughs) there are four attachment styles the first one is secure attachment which means you are able to form secure and loving relationships with others. You are trustworthy of people and you can be trusted. You are, and it's easy for you to get close with others and you're not afraid to. The next one is an ancient, anxious, I said that last time too. (laughs) The next one is the anxious attachment style. And this is a form of insecure attachment And it means you're very afraid of abandonment. And so they are very insecure when they're in relationships. And they often worry about, like, the person who they're in the relationship with leaving. And so they tend to exhibit more neediness or clingy behavior towards the other person. I feel like those are all the important points for that one. Yeah, I agree. And then there is the avoidant avoidant attachment style. And this is a form of attachment that's also insecure. And this one is by fear of getting close to somebody. And they have a hard time trusting others. 
and they have um, a hard time. Yeah, they have a hard time trusting others. Just Relationships commitment. can make them feel suffocated. It's not so much fear of commitment; it's the fear of trust. Whereas the other one is the fear of abandonment. Okay. And then the last one is the fearful avoidant attachment style, which is basically just a combination of the two. And it's also an insecure attachment style. Uh, they These people want to avoid relationships at all costs. They're reluctant to be in them because they are afraid of just commitment, being trusting somebody, and also abandonment. And they are reluctant to be in a relationship, but at the same time they want to be, they're just too afraid. And so it's actually really funny. If you don't know which attachment style you are, there are Take quizzes. The quiz. There are quizzes. <laughs> Take the quiz. Look up what attachment style am I? <laughs> Danny and I did both take them, and then we did try to guess each other's. Uh, she unsuccessfully guessed mine, but I guess hers. Yeah. I was just a little, I was a little confused. But then as soon as she restated what it was, I knew that that was the correct one. Because I, I definitely know what Maggie's is, but <laughs> I just executed incorrectly. Anyway. Yes, as we've talked about before on the podcast, I do have rage and commitment issues. But, um... In contrary to Danny's belief, I am, in fact, the fearful avoidant attachment style. (laughs) (laughs) And if you couldn't put it together, Danielle has the secure attachment style. The only one that's secure. Every other one is insecure. So, uh, kudos. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, yeah. I will say, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Like, when I read, okay, so when I read what you literally just read, when I read about secure attachment... I do think that that mirrors, like... Crying in the club right now. We're crying so hard. We wow. just realized, like, <laughs> for ten minutes. We've been talking to ourselves. Well, I mean, we are talking to ourselves, but we're, we were really talking to ourselves. Like, it just wasn't recording. We had gotten yeah. so far off this topic. But oh, no. I think that the only things else we said was Danielle's in a secure relationship. Yeah. Secure. What did you have to say about it? Well, no, when I ended about off... About reflecting on it. No, no, no. When it was about mirroring, it was about... Was it about secure relationships? Okay, then, yeah. Basically, I'll wrap it up a little shorter. Um, I will say that I do think that the majority of my relationship and just who I am is secure, but I can, like, dabble in a little bit of the insecure side of things, but not to the point where it's, like... 50 50 you know what i mean so i would say for the majority though i am so the insecure moments aren't going to make her end the relationship yeah exactly like it's not overbearing here's what i'd like to say for all my insecure people um we can treat these as icks icks are insecurities maybe they're just projected i don't know needless to say i have had every single ick that you can possibly imagine and i think it's a fun little topic to talk about i think they're funny yeah i do and we're gonna talk about them but like the thing about an ick is like it's honestly an ick or is it it's not really a reason out you know that's exactly what it is it's a reason out (laughs) 
Um, we just had a, we just had a really long discussion about this for like the hundredth time we've had this conversation. But basically, my worst ick ever is boy feet. I don't like girl feet. I don't really. I don't. I don't know. I just don't like feet in general. I don't even really love my own feet. I, they just kind of get me from point A to point B. But I don't. I especially don't love boy feet. And, and we got I into a detailed see... conversation, but we're not going to go do this detailed conversation mm, again. We've had this conversation too many <laughs> times. It's basically me and Danielle arguing back and forth if we were at the beach, what I would make the boy do with his feet. I think it's okay to wear, make them wear tennis shoes. She doesn't think it's okay unless I also wear tennis shoes. We compromised and said he can wear Crocs. And that's about it. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Just know that Maggie is not a fan of the feet. I'm not a fan of the feet, but I also did once end a relationship because I watched them eat a quesadilla, and that... I, that was the end all. Mm-hmm. end all. I was just like, yep, that that's a hard no for me. Um, I'm trying to think of... Oh, one time it was, like, because they were sitting down, and, like, the blanket was too short for them, and so, like, their feet were, like, hanging out the end. Oh. But it was, like, sitting down outside. So, like, it wasn't, like, as, like, it wouldn't have been weird if it was, like, on a couch, you know? Yeah. But, like, if you're sitting down outside and, like, that blanket is, like... Just too, too like, short. Put it, put it over your shoulders or something to keep you warm. Like, just the way it looked, like, with, like, like a foot of his legs just, like, coming out of the Hey, it means he's probably tall. <laughs> but it just Look was at the weird. upside. But it just was weird. It, like, I don't know. It, I, it just made me feel weird. Um, Ick. Yeah, big ick there. Well, that one wasn't really that big. That one was just a combination of a lot of things, and that was particularly the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, do you have what? What's what are a couple of icks you've experienced? What I t- I have to just need to use the restroom. Here, just pause it. No, it's fine. Keep going. Okay. Cause we're almost done with this what one. What is that? Okay. Um. Just let it. What pause are for a, a couple icks that you have experienced? Um, so I would have to say in the past, some icks. I'm trying not to, like... Be too specific so yeah. that if anybody listens, they're like, wait, that was why you broke up with me? Yeah, like, I really don't want to go into <laughs> oh, details I, here. <laughs> I think that everyone who I've mentioned so far can guess I think, okay, well, what the ick is. I'll say, though, what, like, one big ender for me is um, unfaithfulness. Oh my gosh, do you want me to say in Spanish? I had a Spanish presentation last oh, week no. about... Oh, no. About, um, que hace un buen amiga? Ooh, sorry. Oh, oh. lo siento. <gasps> un, que hace no, no, un buen amigo. amigo. Yes. I was confusing myself because I was switching off in my presentation between amigo and amiga. And, then and you were I, looking at me. And I kept having to change my, um, words around it because... They didn't agree in the femininity or masculinity. But basically, I had a five-minute-long presentation. That uh, I heard 5,000 times. That I literally just... I was talking Danny's ear off with this one. I liked it, though. It was enjoyable for the most part. But basically, (laughs) one of the things that I said in my presentation was that I... Oh, I a, A good friend or, um, boyfriend or girlfriend is somebody who is loyal and basically, any situation, I will say, I, for whatever reason, the actual label of having a boyfriend or a girlfriend is what freaks me out, but I have done things where I'm, like, technically with somebody, but, like, we haven't officially announced that we are boyfriend and girlfriend. You're but inclusive. Like, but we know, no, er, but you know that you're exclusive. Exclusive, shoot, yeah, inclusive. What's inclusive Or it's mean? even talked about, 
like to include somebody. So oh yeah, you're right. It's definitely exclusive. It's definitely exclusive. <laughs> but basically, I have been in those situations where we have like even like said that we're exclusive, and then I've been cheated on, and then lied to. Oh god. Ooh. Oh god. <laughs> but that's Nick for sure. It's. I don't She's even letting know that, it all that's out. That's not even a nick. That's like literally just a relationship. No, ender. yeah, that's a. But that's ender. um, that's that's just me. Okay, I have mine. I totally have mine, and I'm just gonna say it right now. Carson is this, <laughs> and but it's not bad. It's really not like is horrible. It having a bad haircut. No, having no, no, a bad no. sense of style. Because he had he had not the most pleasant look that I liked, but I changed it once I started dating him. So that's okay. But not in a controlling way. Not in a controlling <laughs> way at all. I would just push his hair back and say, it's staying like this. Don't touch it. <laughs> anyway. Danielle is the red flags in the relationship. <laughs> Literally. But no, it doesn't look so much better. No, it does that. look better. It looks- at first, I was a little like, ooh, what did you do? But also, like, her boyfriend has had the same haircut since the second grade. Yeah. Like, so it's like time. This- when you retire from a haircut, like, obviously, at first, it's going to be like, mm, feel but like in the end it's better yeah Anyways, he looks so say good ick, i'm actually super curious okay so it's being a picky eater oh yeah this is carson but i have like he it's has expanded like being his palette a picky eater but it's like just like you don't want to try anything new yeah like, that's boring yeah yeah so like with carson when we go out to eat like he'll dabble in a couple of things and i have honestly expanded his palette a lot and he sends me videos when he eats his broccoli i'm super proud of him i love vegetables <laughs> me too like I love the rainbow on my plate. Anyway, he, it's true. It's like one of those, what was that commercial on I'm, Nickelodeon? Pass the plate with Brenda Oh song. my gosh. That could be you. You just brought a memory that I just forgot I had. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, being a picky eater, but see, it's like, see, okay, perfect example. Yes, maybe it's my ick, but am I still with Carson and are we working towards better things in his in his palette? Yes. So, like, we are working towards things together. So, there you go. There's an ick that I just really don't care about, but I care about a little bit. A couple more examples of funny icks that I can't say necessarily have happened to me, but I could imagine happening and would be something that I would be like, mm-hmm, no. <laughs> mm-hmm, no. Um, one would be running from a bee. But worse would be running with a backpack on, with it, like, bouncing all around, like, trying to, like, catch up to, like, a group of friends or something. Like, I have done both of these things, yes. Yeah, like, I was gonna say, I just ran outside with my backpack on. I have done both of these things (laughs) multiple times, but, like, for whatever reason, watching somebody that I may or may not have feelings for doing it, I just feel like would be, I don't know, it just would Secondhand embarrassment. Yes, or tripping on a curb and looking around to see if anybody saw it. Um, What's another one? What's, like, a funny like a, one that could happen? Oh, you know, the thing is that, like, I know because I've seen these things happen and I just get, like, icky about it, too. But I can't think of anything. Did you already say, like, slip? Like, you trip? I said, like, trip on a curb. Yeah, if you just trip or... I'm trying to think. Oh, my God, I know. Hmm. This is the worst. When they sneeze and you see a booger come out. Ew. That's the worst. That's, like, icky, It's so icky, sad icky. because, like... A lot of these things, like, they simply can't control. Well, like, the quesadilla, you could control that. Don't order that. Don't ever order that. Or just, like, cut the cheese off right away. Just oh, like- yeah. I didn't... I guess we didn't really explain why that was so bad. It was, like, like really, like, ooey stringy. stringy. You know, he was, like, pulling his head away, pulling the piece of food away. Like, it was just not a sight that you would want to watch 
anyone do. Yeah. Let alone someone with potential feelings, interest. Okay. Okay. So, my I've re- come to realize <clears throat> after thinking about this, my biggest ick is when guys have long fingernails. Ew. No. That, that is okay. literally... The, we, that's cut all ties. That's no, for me. That's about, the toe we, thing. No, yeah, we've talked about this. It Honestly, the reason for that one is it just translates to poor hygiene. Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, okay, regardless, I know how weird this might be. I can't even believe I'm saying this right now. But you know how you say you hate toes or whatever? For me, if I see a guy's toes, I'm looking at them because if they're nasty then that's mm. absolutely disgusting, and I know that they don't keep up with themselves hygiene-wise, so that's, like, a big thing for me. Is so, the f- so, I guess the main of- takeaway from this would be, if you're ever around me, don't ever show me your feet, and if you're ever <laughs> around Danny, make sure that they are well-groomed. Yeah, well-groomed, or else you're really getting canceled from me. I'm serious. That's huge. Canceled. <laughs> and the fingernails. Cut them. <laughs> okay, and then one more, one more that I have to say is silverware. When you're at a table and you don't know how to use a fork and a knife correctly, that's huge. Are you personally attacking me right now? What, can you not do that? No, I know how to, but I so much prefer, like, I am so bad about my manners recently. We had a really, okay, so it was really cute because our house did, like, a formal Valentine's dinner, like, dress up, they served us, like, instead of doing it, like, buffet style, like, they literally brought three courses to our table. We were at a little restaurant. And I just, like, the salad was there, and I just kept, like, grabbing, like, things off the salad and eating it with my Okay, no, 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 I'm not talking about that. I do that, too. I'm talking about when, like, okay, you have a steak in front of you, and you're trying to cut the steak, and you're gripping the knife, like, not, like, correctly. You're holding it like this, and not, like... I can't using sit. it correctly. That's I my, just, no, that's my ooh. brother. He went to Cotillion, and I can't sit next to him whenever we go out to a steak restaurant. His arm, like this, when yes. he cuts the steak, like, I'm about to get an elbow to the eye. It's just too much. I hate that. I hate it. I dislike it. I shouldn't say hate. I dislike it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, I think that wraps up my ics. I, I could keep going, but that's just nitpicking at this point. I honestly think that wraps up everything pretty well. Yeah. Well, Yeah. <laughs> So, the big takeaways here are, take what we said and run with it. Just kidding, don't put that in there. (laughs) Remember when we talked about green flags and red flags and I said lying and honesty? Yeah. It's truth time. This is the second time we've recorded this, but (laughs) I think that that is actually, first of all... Third time's the charm. Important (laughs) for us to admit, but also... It proves that we are going for quality over quantity. Like, we would rather... Put something good out there for you guys. Sit down and do something a little better than just, like, be like, eh, it'll work. Yeah. I agree. And, like, we really needed to be... (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Well, it's because I'm thinking at the same time. I think our problem was is that we would get done with our day trying to record these when we're so tired yeah and we would get done with our day and we're like okay let's do this and then we're sitting on the floor trying to do this because we have other things that we need to be doing yeah other things on our plate like we're head hurts so i think doing it now it's right now it's uh almost it's 2 16 to be exact (laughs) and i feel like we're full of life right now we are and also, a hard thing is, like, Danny and I's energy cycles only wound up 
to be like the same at one part of the day and it happens to be right now because she hits her energy like midway through the day till like the nighttime and I hit mine like first thing in the morning to like midway through the day exactly and okay I actually have something to say about this whole bedtime thing because I've been thinking about it and I wrote it in my blog um so you get up right seven let's just say six Oh, no. What's, like what's your 7, time 15? frame? Okay, 7.15. Right. Go to the gym, all that type of stuff. But then you also go to bed at a decent time so you can repeat the cycle over and over again. I am more of, think about my cycle. Yes, I do stay up late, but I also sleep in a little more. So, like, our time is still the same. It's still, like, everything's yeah. irrelevant. I just, you're a morning type. I can be a morning type, but I would rather be in, I, for, I'm just, I function in the night. That's just me. I, I, I don't, I, mm, okay. Pretty much after, <laughs> like, 8 p.m., my brain just turns off. So, like, I yeah. can't be a night person. I, I don't, I'm not productive. I get distracted. Also, that's a really nice thing about the mornings is, like, when I'm the only one up, there's no one around to distract me. Yeah. So, I get a lot done then. There's nothing to do on your phone even. You right. You know, like, your day has started before, which is nice. I, I see the ups of both sides, honestly, in my opinion, but. I don't even know yeah. how we got on this topic, but basically, <laughs> takeaways are just. Be a good friend. Just, and also, I think it, I think it's at least interesting to know your attachment style. Yeah. Because then you can at least look at it and be like, oh, maybe that's why I'm that way. When you're aware, this is the first step. (laughs) Admitting, admittance is the first step of the problem solving. Exactly. Equation. Does that make sense? I don't know, but we're going to just run with it. I think we're going to roll with it. Yeah, I'm feeling... I'm feeling good about that statement, Maggie. Danny's feeling confident, so I'm, I'm gonna say it's fine. Yeah. I um. Agree. Anyways, we hope that y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening. Uh, know your attachment style. Be a good friend. Watch out for red flags. And you know what? Keep a, keep a list of all the green flags too. Let's focus on the positives. <laughs> That's all. Bye.